0: Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont. And with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul How are you doing tonight, Will?
1: Doing very well, Sarah. How are you doing this Monday evening?
0: I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Summer's coming to an end up here. Yeah. August, I've never really counted as summer, but I guess it is still summer, technically.
1: Are y'all already down to, like, you know, 40 degrees? Is that- no. 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 <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah. Fifty. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I was off by ten. <laughs> I will take that right now, though, uh, given how how hot it's been here in North Carolina the last uh, last few weeks. But uh, you know, it's, it's it's July, it's the dog days, but that's that's this is how it rolls. But uh, yeah, but it's, I'm just looking forward to talking with you about some some shows this evening.
0: Some shows, some penultimate episodes, and so much more. But of course, because on a slow news week, you can guarantee that Will will want to talk some sports. Exactly. um, Apparently, he wants us to, he wants me to state that The Rock has, um, is now a part co owner or owner of the XFL Football League.
1: He is, he is, he, the XFL rises from the dead once again, uh, with the rock buying the, being a part owner of the, of the, of the new league, bought it from Jim McMahon and, uh, saved it from bankruptcy. And so football fans, if you like the XFL, we'll probably have it, uh, again in 2021, assuming that, uh, sports can continue. So far the NBA has been able to have basketball without a positive COVID test, baseball, uh,
0: but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, so, and we're we're still on track to get the NFL season started?
1: So but. far. So far, I did see where I think the Philadelphia Eagles coach had a positive test. But I think and uh, overall, those training camps have started. And I know this is not a sports podcast, but, you know, uh, I know a lot of folks like football. So, uh, so far, so good. So, we'll see
0: we'll see um definitely if you watch the last dance documentary on netflix um which we both will and i encourage you to do so um i couldn't help but to think about oh they need to do one of these on um, the patriots you know whenever totally. that
1: <laughs> yeah they totally do I think I actually, dynasty yeah i think i read somewhere that tom brady actually maybe did they did plan on doing uh one of those types of uh, documentaries on them. I-, I have to go back and double check, but I, I wanted to say I saw that shortly after the uh, last dance ended month- a few months ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Granted, I, I think I'd- I don't know character wise if it'll be as cool and if the coincidences and the timelines and how everything parallels each other. Um, you can't force something like that. Just like what no. they did yeah. as a team, yeah. You can't force it. It just happens. And right. like, okay. damn,
1: yeah, yeah. But uh, it was just yeah. But so the the memes that came out of that and the gist that came out of the last dance is just it's, the crying Jordan has been replaced. That's all I have to say.
0: <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that one in a while. Yeah. All right, and and real entertainment news. Um, Will wants to talk about thoughts on the Emmys. Here's my thought, Will. Yeah. I forgot they were announced. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it kinda of snuck up on me too, to be honest. I, I, I was whenever the news was coming out that that uh they were denominations the were starting to drop, I guess was it last Tuesday? I uh I was like, Oh, oh yeah. They are
0: I, I just I don't know what it is. Granted, I think ever since they nominated Millie Bobby Brown one year for Stranger Things, I've kind of written off the Emmys as being any kind of actual show, award show that gives out for merit um, Mm -hmm. and for really good, when really I just find that they tend to pick actors and actresses who they want to draw the viewers, more viewers to. It's a higher celebrity, so... If you, if you nominate that Millie Bobby Brown, you're going to get a different audience than if you don't nominate her.
1: Yeah. Is, but, fair, um,
0: fair. I mean, we're not dealing with the M- MTV.
1: No, we're not. We're not. Sure. But I guess, I mean, I guess some of the noteworthy things that, that did come out of it, though, uh, obviously showed that we both really enjoyed Watchmen, uh, garnered mm-hmm. a bunch of uh, nominations. Uh, also, uh succession which you know yep. of course h b o and, and and netflix i guess has has just really was nominated for uh, i think more more shows than h b o this year so that was one of the things and then of course the 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 real the one thing that really for me to take away was because, of course you saw some you know a lot of the similar shows. Being named and similar actors being named. And of course, there was the whole like Reese Witherspoon thing, not getting nominated for like anything as far as an acting category. I know some of the shows that she was on were, were nominated. Uh, but uh, one of the things that uh, was noteworthy this year was uh, there were 34% of the 102 nominations went to African American actors. Yep. Which was, uh, which you know you can't say Emmy so white so but but that being said uh, there there were not as hardly any Latin Hispanic Latino actors nominated in which that was sort of the uh, things that really stood out as well at least in acting categories. Uh, yeah, so,
0: I mean, I mean, it doesn't surprise me though because yeah. if you look back at last year a lot of the shows we talked about, there was at least one or two African-American leads in those Mm -hmm.
1: shows. Yeah, true.
0: So it it doesn't, and it also doesn't surprise me for you to say that there was really no Hispanic nominations and that there that demographic is just not represented in especially leads of TV shows right now. I mean, hopefully, uh, they'll probably get there, but I, I think that um, yeah, I'm not I'm not surprised by those statistics at all.
1: Yeah, no, I, I wasn't either. Uh, I think there were a few shows like One Day at a Time, and there, there were a few Latin ex-led shows. But I, I, again, I think uh, maybe it's the it's the Black Lives Matter thing. As to your point about trying to draw on a certain demographic, because uh, last year. Uh, the number had dropped down to under twenty percent uh, for African American actors. Uh, so, uh, it, you what know,
0: quality? I
1: and mean, quality yeah. Well, there's I that too?
0: Shows the shows that got nominated. I was looking at some of them. Granted, I forgot all about the nominations. Yeah, um, it's been a week, guys. But yeah. <laughs> it has been. Yeah, I think I think that the the quality is there to support a lot of them as being not just token nominations but Uh, pretty valid
1: that's true that is true Uh, yeah and i and i don't want i didn't want to like say that they were token nominations i don't i don't i don't want to give that impression but um but uh, you know you are correct mean, there were many many roles uh that uh actors were were in and 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 when you look at some of the nominations they were in, in a lot of the shows that were that had garnered many nominations, like, for example, Watchmen or Mrs. Maisel with Sterling K. Brown. And so um, so yeah, so I, I think you're right. I think it is the quality of the shows that were uh, nominated this year. Uh, and given that so many folks were cast, definitely led to the uptick in in nominations.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Reese Witherspoon just plays the same part on every single TV show that she's on. So they yeah. don't They're not going to nominate her because she just plays the same part, guys.
1: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Anybody watch Little Fires Burning? Who, you know, who was truly the star of that show? I mean, it all. I'm so glad to see her
0: nominated. I was like, "Yeah, nailed it. That's who I would have nominated. And um, I don't know if if Jennifer Aniston got nominated for Good Morning the Morning Show.
1: I can't recall. I can't recall. I have to go back and look.
0: Yeah, I go back and forth because there are certain scenes that Jennifer does in that show where it's like, damn, um, and it's a completely separate character from anything else she's done. So, I if if but at the end of the day, both of them are producers. So if that show gets any other award, they're pretty much a winner as well. And just
2: exactly,
0: so yeah. <laughs> well, all right. That's it for the Emmy talk. Now let's dive into some dad patrol with our favorite bunch of misfits.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about our favorite bunch of misfits. And I'd uh, love to hear what your overall impressions of the show. Because I know the last couple of weeks, I know you've been, you've liked the episodes, but you haven't like felt the, the, uh, didn't give you that same feeling like I,
0: just waiting but, for you to finish the question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Or, 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 or was it kind of meh for you?
0: <laughs> um, no. This, sh- it sh- I have the same complaints as I did last okay. time. I um, this season has been a slow and steady burn for me, mm-hmm. and they they have yet to really shock me in terms of narrative structure. And they did that at least a good three times during the first season. So I miss that. and I, I miss feeling caught on got off guard by how this show is constructed. Um, this episode, I do appreciate the pairings a lot more.
1: Yeah. and we're
0: gonna get into all of them because they do change it up and it works, it worked better because I think, Maybe another reason why for the last few weeks has been, meh, a lot of the pairings have been very simple and mm-hmm. like, you're a robot, mm-hmm. I'm a robot, let's be best buds. Granted, I want that TV show, I want that miniseries, but still, yeah. I think Rita and Cyborg, just just seen as what we felt when we first saw them as mini-heroes. And him training her and now to get this episode where she's the beekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> the and beekeeper, yeah. and he kind of he also falls flat on his face. Well, he was he was on his back, but still yeah. in terms of him and Ronnie, there there's just something different and unique about that dynamic that that I missed it um over these last few weeks as Rita's been paired up with larry and cyborg's been off with um cliff so so i i think i've liked the pairings overall in this episode a lot better um i like where we ended next week i hope they deliver something special um but but i think that's what i'm missing i'm missing that special that that Oh my God, I can't believe they went there and they did that. And I mean, last year we were talking about a butt of farms or a farm. Yes, yeah. yeah. I don't know what you would call it. And yeah. there hasn't been anything like that this season, really, except for this sex ghost.
1: Yeah. The sex ghost. I miss it. As, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. The, I miss it. The sex ghost. It became, it's become like that running gag that I, I I'm looking for it popping up during the, During some weird, in the most inopportune moment, and so, but uh, yeah, I I agree with you about the the pairings this this week. It it definitely the pairings that they had with Rita and and Cyborg, and and so I have to have to ask. So, which 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 spinoff are you are you dying for more? Steel and Stone or Beekeeper and and Borg? Okay,
0: Steel and Stone (laughs) because. Cliff, yeah. <laughs> okay, I just Steel and Stone classic. Now, I th- I still prefer Rita and Vic over Steel and Stone, but um for a spinoff series, I think you got to give it to Steel and
1: Stone. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I guess I was getting all the Avengers got vibes when I was when I was watch when I saw the Beekeeper and, and Borg, but I, I have to say they I I I, I like that pairing. With with Cyborg and 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 Rita too because they just the two the two actors Jamie Wade and and April probably have they have good chemistry with each other mm-hmm. as far as when they play off their scenes and you know because you have Cyborg who is the Justice Leaguer and uh, even though he, even though when they were, were in Detroit and he was investigating the uh, the the FBI was investigating the, the uh, quorum death. Uh, it, it, the agent had the little Justice League junior hero. Here comes the Junior Justice League, and and mm-hmm. and it gave it gave him a, the ultimate clap back to the FBI agent, which was which was a nice nice little touch. Uh, but you know, but also it that they whenever that you know, the preceding scene that led to that them going to Detroit and. Whenever Rita was, you know, had the, the the Cloverton paper and she was, you know, reading the story and then the story about the beekeeper pops up and, and she was, you know, really, you know, getting engaged with the headlines and, and the story and, and then they're having their back and forth. And she's just, you know, like at this <laughs> in, a, in a very refined Rita way, um, I, I just really like their scenes together and it and it really you know thinking back to the early part of the season with her with her wanting to learn more about how to be a superhero and now uh, getting that chance because she is she has has really addressed some of her inner demons and 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 looking to cyborg to help her uh, they uh, they they really do play well off each other
0: yeah i I like how um She's also been on this acting kick. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, when you're an actor, an actress, yeah, the dream is to go big, go to Hollywood, names and paper, fame, fortune. She's had that. Right. And no, all this little details about her mother and the block and the not being able to embrace who she is now, it's, it's fascinating how the goal is still the same, you know, with being a superhero also comes fame. Also, um name and paper and recognition so so i I like how they use that, and then they also allow Vic to move forward and his coming to terms with ethics on being a superhero yeah. and and seeing the parallels between when Ronnie and him first met and Ronnie talking about why why are you this boy just just did some, made a mistake. Why are you right. suddenly handing him over to the cops? And and now she's gone off and killed a man. Yeah, <laughs> I understand her. I I get it. However, <laughs> and and the the moral compass and 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 I think what they're also doing is getting into this idea of it's cyborg, half human, half robot. Mm-hmm. So. At what point is he just the is the superhero part of him really his the um the technology that is in his body in his bloodstream or is it is it his humanity mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and I think they're they're playing into that to yeah. him through this storyline
1: yeah that's, that's a very good point because uh because otherwise yeah cuz you know, cuz he is the the traditional superhero and you know the the show did sort of fall into that uh at the end there where he he confronted ronnie into the the superhero mold and and I'm taking you in and and but also to your point uh with this relationship with ronnie it does cause us to explore his humanity mm-hmm. and 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 really just dealing with that and, and dealing with, you know, this uh, first relationship after he's had the accident and, right. and all the conflicted emotions that, that Silas warned him about. And, and here we go. In this case, dad was, dad was right. <laughs> Whenever he was, when he was warning Vic earlier in the season about falling too fast too 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 hard for, for Ronnie and not really getting to know her. And and then we of course see the consequences of it. Whenever she took used the Uma jelly to to cure her uh, her injuries uh, from having the equipment extracted from her, and and then also to your point about the ethics, I mean she was so she called Vic out early in the season about basically make basically. Ending a kid's life by basically, yeah, he, he did. He did do a criminal act, but kid, let's give him a second chance. And then now here she is, uh, you know, committing the ultimate crime as far as murdering someone. And 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 and, and Vic, again, now having to to you know, bring her to justice, and him having to confront confront that. And, and and to your point, as far as again that moral dilemma. Yes, I. He is exploring his humanity, but he also has a sense of justice, and and in this case, that is overriding whatever feelings that he may have that he has has for Ronnie. And right. so, uh, so even though they they went into the superhero realm just for a little bit in that, and it was a little predictable with the fight and that kind of thing, but I, I like the way that they did sort of book in th- that sto- story as as far as setting it up for. Uh, for, for the finale, and whether or not they get to finish that, we'll see. Given that, obviously they got cut short an episode due to COVID, but uh, it, it definitely left things at a little bit of a, a cliffhanger as far as uh, how they're going to uh, ex- deal with the, the next step in in a Cyborg and Ronnie's relationship.
0: Yeah, talking about overriding feelings. Um, let's talk about Niles and Dorothy. Yeah. Because surprisingly, I think I was I was most impressed with what the writers did with this dynamic because they 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 did start and not an absurd but in, like what the <laughs> heck why why would you have Dorothy get her period at the very beginning of the episode? <laughs> what are we talking about all of a sudden it's, yeah. it's you often don't see explored in 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 hardly any kind of entertainment yeah but but i was I was thinking about it the other day after I'd watched it, like hours after, and it just it just entered my mind that okay, now I get it, okay all, all season, it's been Dorothy talking about how old she is. I'm mm-hmm. bigger. I'm an adult. I'm 102 years old. The the sex episode where where she stays up past her bedtime and and everything and and also candlemaker mm-hmm. and how he's the one constantly telling her she can't be friends with baby doll. Baby doll what's is a child. She's not a child. And everything and it's all tied back to this idea that Dorothy can't grow up because the moment she does, she no longer has control over Candlemaker. And I was just thinking like, that's genius because I never, I never connected those dots. I never ever questioned, well, does she get her period?
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, so there are some things that, see there are some things that like caught you off guard
0: (laughs) that's what i'm explaining that yeah Yeah. this is one of the things that threw me and it's and it was it caught me off guard it settled and i followed the rest of the episode but it it took me hours later to really understand the genius by Mm -hmm. with the setup and how meticulous they were in and it and it's still slow burn to get there because you don't connect the dots until this episode where it's revealed that she has now for a female become an adult, and it's a rite of passage, and the her mother's tribe who put this curse on her, tied it to that rite of passage and 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 that's why. And it just all makes sense now. You're like, okay, I get it. And so you want to vindicate Niles for, yeah. for having this control, not letting her grow up, not treating her like a child. But he also was protecting the world because the moment she becomes an adult, we're all dead. We're all wax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, shout out to special effects, The 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 lollipops melting. I, I love that. So that was, like, like, Oh, yeah. it was such a cool visual. And you just, you didn't even have to see him. You just felt everything, yeah. all reality melting away. It was such a good
1: concept. That was a beautiful concept. You're right. I, I, I that, that whole sequence there at the end, you, you're right. It was a, a well-executed practical effect. This is such a, uh, yeah. I mean, you're, it just really said so much with, in but by, by the, by the the smart use of effects and uh, but, you know, I hadn't, you know, now that you ex- have shared your thoughts about Dorothy and, and the now story, cause I, you know, that makes total sense. And, and, you know, I was thinking more along the lines of her mom being the warrior and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, the, those, those things, because during the flashbacks, it seemed that uh, it was Dor candle maker, was was chasing Dorothy and 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 her mom kept showing up
2: mm-hmm.
1: in in, a, in in those in those sequences all throughout the all throughout the, the amusement park and you know I was thinking more along the lines of you know rite of passage maybe it was going to be a rite of passage for her to uh, become a warrior to 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 in candlemaker but you're you're but in any event you're. It, you're right. I mean, the it, it is a rite of passage, and it is, um, you know, whatever happens relates related to Dorothy is it, going to be, it's a pivotal event that's basically going to cause the end of the world if 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 she's allowed to to to, to change and grow. So,
0: well, uh, it's also I think I think what we forget is it's a curse i mean we're so used to these failed experiments that what the writers are really getting into is and we've seen this in fairy tales Mm -hmm. that that if you get a curse there there is a um a switch or an event that has to happen for suddenly it to be dismissed or for it to unfold and and That's why I think it has more to do with, and she says it in the, in the episode, Dorothy says, I, I, I never let you out. Right, right. So there's a clear, why all of a sudden, and the only thing I can think of is, she had her period, and which, I mean, that you're an adult, that you're not an adult, but because kids get them all all different ages, but still, it's, it's a female Becoming older, mm-hmm. no longer the little girl, and and I also like that line. Some some guys just don't want their girls to grow up. Yeah, um, yeah. which which feeds into perfectly uh, what Jane is doing in this episode. Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely, definitely, and really getting you know uh, again the whole theme of you know fathers and dads and and what we've been the overarching theme for for this season uh mm-hmm. the choices that that parents make and 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 the, and the how parents treat their children uh because um obviously we we get flashbacks to to Kay's uh, abusive childhood and and how she was punished by her father we we learned so, we learned a different types of punishment uh, abuse that he has engaged with, with Inflicting on Kay this season versus last, but you know, it, but again, is equally equally traumatic as far as how it shaped her and you know, putting her down in the well, and 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 we get to understand the whole symbolism symbolism of the well and, mm-hmm. and why it is um, so pivotal to to the underground.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and we also see Miranda suffer in the well and mm-hmm. builds up the strength and the courage to not only climb out of it, but she ultimately runs away from that house.
1: Exactly, exactly. And in doing so, you know, because what the way this, the whole thing set up, as you we were mentioning with Jane, they were really, there's still this, this competition between the two of them as far as who's going to be the primary. And of course, when the episode starts out, Jane was still trying to figure out what happened to Scarlet Harlot and Lucy, mm-hmm. and 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 Baby Doll, and some of the other members of the of the underground who were uh, or start their stations were all being closed, and so we we learn it really sets it up really well as far as uh, this this competition between the two of them as far as who's going to be the primary. And really get into the underlying motivations for what truly is Miranda's motivation here, especially when we see what happens later in the episode when she garnered the strength and to write that letter and, and to crawl out, out of the well, uh, where it definitely sets up a situation where Miranda's definitely gonna be primary. And, and quite frankly, she may even wanna just completely remove the, the K persona as well and become, you know. the 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 lead the person Uh, right because yeah because i mean she would probably look at Kay as equally weak as all the rest of them
0: oh absolutely and i think i think you just called out what what her ulterior motive is that it's not about protecting the girl because she she didn't see a silver lining and she didn't see any benefit of protecting the girl when she, even when she got them out of there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and I think what we also forget is, isn't it Miranda who threw herself into the well? She did a while back. Mm-hmm. So, so there's no, we still haven't gotten the justification and the rationale to do that. And what led to that? And this whole idea about rebirth. well, if anything has taught me in science fiction, rebirth means reprogramming and mm-hmm. programming means you're not the same thing that went into the well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what, yeah. And yeah. maybe that was it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe it was going in there and see, you know, because obviously the, you know, Harry, Kay wants Harry back and, and Jane's, Jane's choice was to was to go retrieve Harry because you know Jane's role as the primary is she really does want the the best for Kay, and and, and was hopeful that this would would bring some you know give Kay some strength as far as, as as and really establish herself as the primary because I mean that's I think that it really is a good contrast between the two characters of K of 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 Jane and Miranda and what their underlying motivations are as in a BCPK so
0: well its parenting i mean mm-hmm. do do you give in do you give the kid what they want or do you teach them a lesson and say no that's not the way the world works here's the way yeah. the world works and i think that that came out ahead but the the more miranda views it as the more you coddle her, the more you give in to her every whim, the more personalities that are created, mm-hmm. we're not moving on. We're not growing stronger. We're right. weak because yeah. we're enabling the kid to remain a kid. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Jane and I think I think that was why I liked the pairing of Jane and Larry. And I think that's maybe something both of these characters have been without this entire season is their conversation about becoming ir- irrelevant. Yeah. And Jane is, is not only, it's not just about protecting Kay at this point. It's about what if Kay doesn't need me?
1: Yeah, that's true. What
0: am I Like, do I just exterminate myself? And Larry's the same way where Larry, he has been, going through all of this stuff with his family and the past and who he was then and who he is now. And how do you move forward? And in a way he did become irrelevant because his family, yeah, they grieved him, but they still had to move on and have a life and expand the family and all of that. And he's just a footnote. And so it's just, I, I wish that this season had more because I didn't really see the parallels between the two until this episode and I think they could have done a lot more.
1: They could have. They could have. But I, I think but I I'm glad that they finally did it was a good pairing off of these two individuals for this particular episode. And maybe maybe yeah, it'll it'll build build on that, uh depending on what happens with the uh, after the finale, uh, which uh, I hope we don't end the finale with, with Jane still stuck in the well, but I, I have some, I have a bad feeling that's probably where we, we mm-hmm. may end up. Uh, and Jane
0: stuck in the well, just like Iris is stuck in the mirror.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um, but, but I, you know, but I think Larry is still, even though he's, doesn't want to feel irrelevant. He he's still stuck in the past and still trying to reconcile himself and, and negative man and, and really hasn't. You know, one of the things Moscow talked to him about earlier in the in, in the season was you know making peace with with the negative energy. And he he just for whatever reason can't. In every episode, you know, every other of every other episode, we we see this this play out with Larry and the negative spirit and. And, and the cryptic things that the negative spirit you know shares with Larry, trying to get him to to break out of that that cycle of just self self despair and and despondentness all the time,
0: yeah, you know just just like Cliff is gonna have to learn a hard lesson next week when he's not going to be able to make it to his daughter's wedding exactly and <laughs> be too busy dealing with a candle and mm-hmm. and and I Cl- Cliff finally gets to be a dad, or yep. what he what he in his mind believes a dad would do, yep, and he the, we all love Cliff because he has literally no filter. he doesn't, <laughs> he he is so blunt and direct and 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 we love him for it, even though he constantly says the wrong things or things he shouldn't say yep. and and Clara. I, I I like that they brought her back they have their day together and there is a good father-daughter moment about the fear of becoming a parent and I think that's what we've really the way they've used Cliff this season is is he he feels so much grief over having missed out on his daughter's life mm-hmm. yet he's still able to have these moments whether it be with Niles or Dorothy or Clara about parenting and what it means and the mistakes parents make. I think even Larry and him have a moment about that. It did um, in yep. the sex episode that I'm going to just continue to reference online
1: <laughs> Well, the sex, Sex Patrol definitely had. It, it was definitely you know how Therapy Patrol I think in the first season was a, a key moment that really set off the 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 show and a lot of uh arcs that really i think definitely sold up the, the two of us on it uh, i think sex patrol was that episode for for this season
0: that's what it's turning into because i didn't realize at the time how much this would build into the rest of the season but mm-hmm. it's, it's there yeah but i i i really that's that's it for me tonight on doom patrol that's yeah all of my thoughts.
1: Yeah, I think I I really don't have much more to add other than uh, hopefully Cliff will be able to get his uh, singed finger back so he can use it for whatever uh, purposes that he hopes to use it to have. But now's due to him.
0: I was so confused by that moment, and um, I had forgotten about it. But thank you for reminding me about the the sausage finger. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So moving on to Stargirl Two episodes, and and something about Star Girl that I also had an epiphany about. This show, as much as it's in high school, it's CW. It's a superhero show on CW. No, e- no,
1: no, don't we- don't 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 call it a CW show. No, no.
0: <laughs> but it is.
1: Well, yeah, by by this contractual <laughs> yeah. agreement.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, what it has done, and I think my fans are really liking it and on board, is that it has yet to fall into the villain of the week. Yes. Mm And, and it just dawned on me, um, the other night that, oh, now, now I get why this, even though I have my issues with the characters and some of the writing choices, and the lessons that go unlearned i i still they there is still some quality there because they have not fallen into that trap where none of these bad guys are are are, are dying or getting away and it and it's funny cuz you're forming a team you guys have all these neat tricks have you actually saved anyone yet
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah i mean
0: <laughs> Newsflash, guys! <laughs> you literally haven't saved anyone. I mean, the beekeeper has saved more people than you guys have at this point. So just that's, calm yeah, down.
1: that's a good point. I mean, we've had now Harry Junior. We've had we've had uh, the uh, with the wizard's son. So yeah, it's their their track record has been hasn't been so great. <laughs>
0: I mean, even on their mission, they, they always go out, they suit up and everything. They, don't, they, they just are constantly getting their butts kicked. And I think there's a purpose to that. But it, it's just funny to me to think that we've gone the 12 episodes now. These heroes have not won a single battle. They've, they've definitely done enough to live, which yeah. is good. Yeah. But they've never really that success of saving someone or really winning the battle, and I also just think even if they do win, they don't have an island they don't have a secret science lab facility to lock up these people. What uh, happens to these villains?
1: Yeah, that's a okay. good point that's a good point if 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 the brainwave or 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 icicle don't off them uh then yeah, they have, they have nowhere, nowhere for these individuals to go. But I mean, I, I, I really, this, this show has, I, I've really come to really appreciate this show and it's quickly become one of my favorites. Actually. I, and, and I know I sometimes give Courtney's decision-making and stuff a hard, a hard time uh, over the last uh, 10 episodes, but um you're you're right it hasn't fallen into the trap of the villain of the week but but at the same but one of the things i really enjoyed was just how they quickly built up a universe
2: yeah. uh
1: this season uh and and really it, it really have had multidimensional aspects to these characters and not just be the cardboard cutouts that this you know, whenever heard a superhero show based in high school, it could easily have fallen into into that. But they they really have some good depth and they really really deal with family dynamics and and high school dynamics really, really well. And
0: Yeah, I mean the only cardboard cut out is Cameron because he's never freaking around. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So The first episode that we're supposed to talk about tonight, while Courtney is going through all of this revelations with her dad and who she really is and loses all the confidence that she had about Mm -hmm. being star girl, she goes to lunch at school. Okay. I I haven't been to high school in a very long time, but, but will. yeah, If you liked a girl and you were going to go take her to a dance, would you be having lunch with her? Definitely. Okay, where the heck is camera ha- Cameron having lunch? <laughs> <I don't
1: laughs> he, must have, he must have lunch at a different lunch period. That's something thing I can figure. <laughs> it
0: just it, it's so he, <laughs> I, I chuckle when they bring him up
1: because yeah. these kids I mean,
0: <laughs> has like less time than even. Yeah has had
1: <laughs> cameron, yeah. cameron's only purpose was to get them get the icicle over to the dugan's house house for dinner and that's basically it
0: <laughs> but barbara did that cameron didn't even do that barbara did that because yeah. barbara invited jordan and his family over for dinner so yeah. cameron's worthless. there i yeah, mean that's
1: true. Yeah, I forgot he, that.
0: I forgot that little point. That's a good. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's such a funny character, and and yeah. you know, I he'll probably have season two will be his season because his dad is gonna die and he's gonna want revenge and all of that. Yeah, yeah. But I just it it just cracked me up, and that's another thing. Icicle Jordan, you were so cool. You were so suave. You were so the madman, the, the cold, the ice man, if you will. will. Yeah. Um, and now he's just a dorky person who brainwave is a bigger villain than he is.
1: Oh God. Brainwave is evil, straight up evil.
0: Like, like uh, the, the, and again, I don't know what it is with Jordan and and Cameron (laughs) must be something (laughs) in their DNA. But a girl looks at you and suddenly you hesitate for the plan that you've been working on for how long? Like that yeah. whole idea of when um Rainwave reveals who who stargirl is yeah. and um the hesitation that just oh I was so on board with, with Icicle. And then that moment I'm like, oh I, I don't know. I don't know anyone. Yeah. <laughs> like I appreciate I appreciate trying to add in humanity because it's such a villainous character, but you killed a kid and you've met, known Barbara for five minutes, who, by the way, is happily married. Well, Mm -hmm. happily strong word right now, but is married, has her daughter, has a stepson. And, and what, what are you looking at? Like what you hesitate. You, yeah. you haven't even been properly on a few dates with her. You haven't even kissed her. Like what the heck?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he, he definitely, you know, we saw that earlier in the season where he, he definitely had a fast, you know, an attraction and, and infatuation with her. And I guess Icicle, he has these dreams, but even his parents are like, dude, really? <laughs> so, um, but I think, you know, to your point, as far as introducing humanity, uh, I guess, I guess, relationships or 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 infatuations is is in his and Cameron's Achilles' Hill. Uh, and and but also I think just more, in a more serious note, I think it was just a, a way to differentiate him from from brainwave and uh, that there are some things that it, he he is susceptible to allowing sentiment or whatever uh, interfere with, interfere with his plans. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe I guess that's one of the things I I think they're trying to, to show there where, where Brainwave truly is fully committed to the point where he will kill his son, kill his wife. and, 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 and I think, you know, we were, we, whenever we had the the brainwave one and two episodes and seeing the video, the videotape origin stories of him. We really got a good, I think they really did a good job of setting up why he is so motivated to, to, to to follow through with this plan because he, he, you know, again, he he continues to talk about the ugliness of people and their faults and, 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 and sees this as a way to to to, to remake America and, and the world and 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 his image as far as being able to control them. So so I think he he's definitely more, uh, you know. I think that really gives that that level of commitment that that sort of differentiates him from from Jordan. Right. Uh,
0: right. Well, but then again, in those videotapes, we learn about. His wife and how she was honestly bringing him back into the light, mm-hmm. and then Jordan killed her.
1: Oh, or, yeah, or had it, or well, had brainwave killer. Yeah,
0: yeah, or there's still mixed message about who did the killing, and I think the same yes. thing, which makes me just want to see a flashback of Jordan and and Henry and or Harry, whatever his Henry,
2: name. No, it, Henry
0: okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how 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 they met and why they're still on the same page because i'm starting to wonder if who's really doing the brainwashing we know jordan's a king at manipulation mm-hmm. but so is brainwave yeah. literally yeah. so i i i get it i i have a feeling though that Isil's is going to die, but I think he's also going to try to stop what he's already put in motion. Mm-hmm. Um, just something I've been trying to figure out. Yeah. Um, so we, and again, to go back to your point about building a world, I mean, they took time this season to talk more about the seven soldiers of victory, mm-hmm. the, the shiny Knight returned and. Yep janitor justin who i called it from the first time he looked at courtney that guy is creepy but he's probably a um knight of king arthur or something yeah and and we learn more about that which i appreciate that they they don't they don't set anything up that doesn't go unanswered um and and the three-dimensional characters this cast at this point is about on par with the Flash. Mm-hmm. First season? Yeah, all seasons.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and I think that they still are able to utilize these characters cuz even in this most recent episode when they're at the cabin, which is not a cabin. That is a mansion.
1: That is place, a mansion. Yeah. Okay?
0: <laughs> yeah. Whoever called it a cabin for <laughs> <screw> you. <laughs> yeah. We can play the mansion.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But they went around, and there were these little moments, whether it be Yolanda, whether it be Rick, um, or Doctor Midnight, and and reminding you about how this this again, this isn't just Courtney's story. Mm -hmm. There's a larger team here. Um, we've got a marital marriage that is on the rocks because of the lies and the secrets. And and we got Mike who for the first time is figuring this all out. And there's there's a pretty good moment between Mike and Courtney after he realizes what really has been happening with the family and how and and the the little bit of resentment because mm-hmm. she found the staff that he didn't. And and it won't work for him. But then he realized, well, it didn't work for my dad. So yeah,
1: I that love that moment.
0: Prevent him from being yeah. a superhero.
1: Yeah, I I love that moment with them on the on the step on the on the on the porch with that. And uh, it 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 really you know really submitted to that how Pat has been throughout this season. Uh, he yeah he doesn't have superpowers. He's just a guy. But it, you know he shows ways of how you can be a hero without by you you know he's kind of like McGoverber he uses his brain and he like uh you know he's built you know he built stripesy and a uh, stripe and 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 is the consciousness of the show went and especially we really got that point we know we've been building to that point throughout the season and it really gets driven home when when Sam Curtis finally does show up and Courtney does learn the, the truth that she mm-hmm. she is not uh, Sylvester Pimbleton, Pimbleton's, uh daughter, but by 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 the way, great bit of casting there with with uh, with the actors who play Curtis and and, yeah. and who play Starman, because you, you, you know that I could see you know especially with the photo, uh, it it really worked well, but but you know the I know you in the notes you made the point of it, that they played a dad card card too soon. Actually, I think it, I'm glad they did it because I think it gave the 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 all the actions and Courtney' loss of confidence and stuff. It, it, we we needed that because all season she's been like this. Oh, let's go do this. I got this. I'm the I'm the star girl. I could you know and, and really hadn't had a true moment of crisis of confidence and and it, 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 she so. Bring, introducing Sam into the into the story at this point in the season, I thought was was a good move, and and it really also c- cemented Courtney and, and Pat's relationship on a, on a on a on another level than just Star Girl and Pat.
0: Yeah, I I think that I would almost argue, and it's hard for me to argue this because I always think with Cassie, you never know until you see it. But I, I really don't think this show would be as strong without Luke Wilson. Like you could still have the character Pat, mm-hmm. but his presence, yeah, I, 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 there, there is something about what he does with this character that I, I really, I, I don't think it would be as strong if you had another actor playing that role. I agree. And, um. And and I mean it's very different cuz a lot of us are not used to Luke Wilson being on a CW show. <laughs> 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 what Owen Wilson's going to pop up soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but I think there's just he he's done a lot of great work to be the straight man, to be the man without the powers, but yet also the knowledge that allows everything to play out the way it does and to be both the the um, the father and the sidekick. I mean, there's yeah. there's a lot that he's doing in this in this show. Yes. Hope he doesn't die. I hope Barbara doesn't die. Um, but but I, I, I I don't know um where I'm going with this, but I I really like that. To your point about the confidence with Courtney, um, and and this makes sense as a segue in my mind but the most recent episode Mm -hmm. i I think about there's a 10 to 15 minute fight scene Mm -hmm. parallels between courtney and barbara versus tigress and sportsmaster and mike and uh, pat yeah and um the choreography is some of the the, best i've seen yeah it's not that woman yeah (laughs) yeah their use of space their use of props their use of of um making it focus and crisp and you you don't see the movements before they happen it, it all looks really really well choreographed i just i i was watching it and i was like yeah this is yeah. Pretty awesome
1: pretty yeah especially pretty awesome yeah because especially when you consider like like Courtney's a gymnast. Tigress is it, it is is also what you know has that as well, and that the and also what was really nice about that scene too was Barbara, just you know she gave that whenever she saw what Courtney was doing and that look of pride in that in her parent, but also amazement too, of like damn my daughter just did that, and it just and really to your point as far as just how well choreographed it was. And and then with Pat and 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 Sportsmaster and uh again it, it wasn't as um, the it, it was very raw as far as Pat but but also but the playfulness Sportsmaster had whenever he was just like you know because he could have taken Pat out right at the beginning but it was yeah
0: a very, but he's the sadist
1: yeah exactly exactly. And, and it worked against them because, and to, and, and again, again it builds to uh, what we were talking about, Mike, and how Mike saved the day. I mean, by hitting them in the, getting in the back with the drill
2: mm-hmm. uh, uh,
1: about how average folk can, can, can save the day. And so, uh, you know, so those, those are the nice little three lines that I think that's why I, I said, I've really, really, the show has really become one of my favorites because it, it's all those little those little moments that they that they they have in the show uh, that 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 makes it makes it feel whole. And I haven't felt that way uh, in a in a about a superhero show uh, straight you know straight straight line superhero show in a very long time.
0: Um, speaking about little moments, did anybody else catch the fist bump between Mike and Rick?
1: I did. <laughs> That was nice.
0: When have they become best buds?
1: When <laughs> become?
0: Where's the lost footage? I want to call out that. I also want to call out the biggest, <laughs> like, really, <laughs> that I had all season. So we we really get the final, final version of the plan, the mm-hmm. big plan. Newsflash. All they did was build Cerebro. True. <laughs> like <laughs> when they go in there, and as soon as you're, you're like, they open it up, and you're, I'm like, are you kidding me? Cerebro, really?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I I will, I will say this: I, I'm going to miss the DC Universe versus budgets next year <laughs> when they are on CW full time. <laughs>
0: See, and me, I'm just, the, the movies, I, those movies are trash, but the, their Sabri was superior.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I, I see what you did there.
0: <laughs> I, I really understand. This one was built in a tunnel because it looks that way. It was yeah. not all, <laughs> not buried underneath a mansion, that's for sure. But, yeah, I just, I just could not. I'm like, and then I know, I know, DC and Marvel, they often do have these parallel, whether it be characters, whether yeah. it be storylines. So, of course, if one of them has a Cerebro, why wouldn't this one? But, but, and then I know what you're also thinking, but this one's evil. Is this an evil? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, speaking of evil, <laughs> I, I, I did another, little, another little thing that, that, uh, that, I, that I thought was a good bit of, Storytelling with with the, the, this episodes, uh, whenever and because I, I was trying to figure out if like whenever Doctor Midnight hacked into the system was this a, was this something and it, and it, we we with the the plan for New America uh, was it a thing that Jordan had his IT guy because I remember he whenever he had uh, them. Looking to see what Barbara was searching, and she, you know, he saw that she was trying to find out about Starman. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, whenever they did hack into the system, I was like, hmm, did they like really try to uh, just fake him out with the, you know, well, New America is going to get rid of racism and class, you know, and and we're we'll going to have green energy and all this kind of stuff. And I, I like the way they set that up as far as like, oh. You know to get to give the team some doubt, like, wait a minute, we thought we were trying to stop these bad guys, but actually they're going to be doing good things until we find out they're gonna kill twenty five million and doing it. but uh, that was a good way that they did I think they did set up some indecision on the team, uh just to give us something as of an audience and and then, of course gave a good way to you know obviously break bring back the gambler and show how he hacked the hack
0: yeah yeah I mean, I saw the hack the hack coming the i I also like the the questioning of are they really bad guys but it's read the fine print, read the fine print. Um, yeah. people are gonna die. um it's it's interesting and I'm sure it will become more clear as to why they did this, but the the machine only affects fully developed brains for mm. one. And we did notice that suddenly the adults who were on the side of the Justice League Junior um, Brigade are no longer on their side um, as the machine has taken over. And it's a cool, cheap effect to have that little blast of energy in the eyes Mm -hmm. of both Pat and Barbara. I like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and, And setting us up perfectly for part two of the finale
1: yeah it does uh, it does we, we get it we get a cliffhanger that won't uh won't get impact be impacted by COVID. so that's that's all we will have we'll actually have a uh, have have a complete season uh of star girl
0: thank god for that all yeah. right well on that note will why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you
1: yes you can find me at will and Polk. w-i-l-l-m-p-o-l-k
0: and you can find me at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. But most importantly, rate, subscribe, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, Geek Out. You're welcome.